Hey guys, um, welcome to another episode of Tijoma, um, the journey of my artistry. So we're at Ultrasound Studios in Calabar, right? And I'm here with my friend, my mentor, and my pastor, Pav. I call him Pav, so that I'll allow him to introduce himself. So. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> calls me Pav, and my name is Alexander. Alexander Victor, that's the name that my mama gave me. <laughs> um, but they call me Pav because I'm a pastor, so it's the acronym P A. Me, Alexander Victor. That's that's me. Huh? All right. So, what do you do? Planter turns. Oh, what do I do? Hmm. Mm. It's kind of hard. It's, it's kind of hard to to answer. I mean, at the core of my assignment, I'm a teacher of the word. Okay. So you can call me pastor if you like. You know, the core of it. But then I'm a media consultant. I'm a worship leader. I'm an a radio and TV presenter, I'm a published author, I'm a public speaker, um, I'm an image consultant as well. Okay. Um, amongst other things, I'm a theologian, I'm a teacher, I'm a singer, eh, not so much, <laughs> I used to try. Um, songwriter, of course, yeah. music producer, yeah. audio engineer, let me stop there. <laughs> that means there's a so lot. I'm so just a son of like God. It, it, yeah. ETC at the end. I'm just a faculty so. of many different. <laughs> no, no, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm a university yeah. of different yeah. faculties. <laughs> Do you understand? And in the different faculties, there's different departments, and different departments, there's, you know. You know, it's, yeah, it cascades out. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, my sound is so local. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. That is just for you. I've been spoiled rotten. Yeah, but yeah, that's me. I do, I do a plethora of things. A lot of things. It's kind of hard to define. You, you know what I'm doing in one one title or something. Yeah. So it, it, I think it kind of demystifies the thing where everybody feels a title is needed yeah. to identify with one title. Because yeah. I think I've noticed, that especially in the creative space, everyone wants to be. I made this. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying I, I do this. I do this. I love to do this. I'm good at this. I'm good at that. Absolutely. Good at that. I mean, it's, it's it's a function of where the the society has put us. Okay. We grew up in a pre-colonial. In fact, even. Yeah, pre-colonial and post-colonial society where mm. we are measured, we were unconsciously and consciously measured by our parents yes. on account of what we achieved. Yeah, they were the they were the A-class um, um, professions: doctor, you know, engineer, engineer yeah. architect, lawyer, you know. And then there's the B-class, and then there's the non-class. Like imagine growing up in my day, and your father asking, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And you're like, "I want to be a graphic artist." The slap that you. <laughs> Wait, 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 is it gra- yeah, you just wake gra- up. You just gra- wake up two two, two months later. You want to be painting something. <laughs> with, with that's not what I said. It is good you to know? do. So that's so over time yeah. we now formed that that um, paradigm yeah. where we identify ourselves based on what we do. Yeah, and that limits us to what you we know? can that, create that, and yeah, what so we by can time do. You, by the time I call myself Alexander Sachs or Alexander Keyboard, I, yeah. I have I've created a box yeah. and cocooned myself such that. I am not able to do beyond what I've defined. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, when I, where I decide to branch out, it'd be difficult to change that paradigm in the minds of people that, that have gotten accustomed to you in, in the that box. box. That yes, actually, yourself, yes. You know, so, I mean, the, 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 we have gifts. So why not express them? Why not express because them? Because I'm be known by who you are and your expression is not exactly. your title. No, your title. So my because, name is going to be now what? Uh, uh, engineer, pastor, doctor, singer, yeah, musician, yeah. keyboardist. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man! Come on, everything. Give me yeah. a break. Yeah, yeah so because um, especially in this world of creativity, when um, a lot of people think being creative, you have to have a special skill to be creative, yeah. right? I'm, and and I'm, right now, I think I'm, I'm I'm focusing on creatives who are believers. Right. So, from your perspective, who who is a creative? Um, man, 
creation the, the word creative of course brings yeah. into focus the word creation, creation. Mm-hmm. and the word creation invariably brings into focus the word creator the word creator of course brings into focus the supreme, supreme being god god so by the time you say creative at whatever level of the food chain of creativity mm. you cannot divorce creativity at its core from god exactly who is a creative i mean i'm going i'm going to go spiritual right now i'm yep. going to go, I'm gonna go bible on all your <laughs> uh, uh, um, in the beginning god that's the beginning god created so our introduction of God, Peter, was that he created. Creative. Before he even tells you that God is love or, or God is great or God is wonderful or God is forgiving or God is, it is in the beginning, God created. created. So our first introduction of God is that of his creativity. That suggests that his love, his healing, his forgiveness, his justification, his sovereignty, his excellence, his mm-hmm. magnanimity, mm-hmm. everything about God is an expression of his creativity. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yeah. Now, and then he goes on to say, let us now make man in our own, own image, image and after our own, our own likeness. And of course, you know that image and likeness is not just physical, as in God does not have yeah, two nostrils, you know, two eyes and stuff. Yeah. We take on the attributes okay. of God. And we already know this guy to be a creative, creative professional, professional par excellence if i'm creating in his image and his likeness then it means that creativity is an, an infusion yes. so it's part of who we are it's so. part of who we are it's our dna yep. to be honest so a creative in my opinion and my understanding is one who is in touch with the fact that he's created creative. in the image and likeness oh, of God. the creator Yes, God. That's because that creative. that really demystifies. That's another um, myth that yeah. creatives are people who are special. If you're not artistic, yeah. For so example, when I, when I click of friends and we're talking, that's okay. So all you creatives, and mm-hmm. it's like, are you trying to say that we are different from you? Yeah. So you know, you, you you do this, you create music, you create art, you do this, so you're a creative. I'm like, yeah. so I try to explain it to them, right? Like, dude, it's we're all creatives, just different expressions. Yeah. How I express what I see is different from you, mm-hmm. and it's unique, and it's okay. We yeah. don't have to say the same thing, yeah. right? And it, it, tying that to the fact that a lot of people think that, okay, being a creative and and, and, and our faith as believers mm-hmm. are two different things. Because yeah. th- this notion of Sunday is, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Then on Monday to Friday, I'm a creative yeah. and there's no difference. I'm going to work. I need to focus on work. And I started to notice this pattern that I, didn't, I noticed that a lot of believers who were in the creative space who were doing something their nine to five mm-hmm. i'm talking about when i'm saying creatives i'm referring to bankers yeah. i'm referring to every yeah every vocation every vocation yeah. i noticed that you don't see there's this there's this there's this um um bridge there's this divide yeah. between their faith and their work mm-hmm. and i still got to understand that there's a there's a there's a it's not like that two different things it's just one same thing yeah. if you choose to say like you said yeah identifying yourself with the source mm-hmm. if you want to it's easier to flow yeah and i didn't experiment that most creatives who were in touch with that identity yeah what the birth was different yeah so how do you see that especially that work and life how yeah. how, how does it work for you yeah. saying that you are a lot of things mm-hmm. at the same time so how does your faith and your work how did it flow how does it intertwine I mean, like I mean, we we already started that from my my earlier statement yeah. about creativity being 
a an outflow of God. Yeah. You know, um, you probably like pork. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just I can't deal with pigs, man. <laughs> and for my, I mean, my 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 mother's tribe. Yeah. Um, they're known for rearing a pig. lot of pigs. Yeah. I, I watched my grandma. I watched the pig rolling in the mud, you know, eating eating feces, you know, and doing stuff. And then, then like two days to Christmas or something, it's the same pig. <laughs> you want to go kill pigs? And pigs don't die easy. You got to bit the crap out of them, <laughs> weaken them, you know, and then stab like them the- and then cut them. And that's the same pig. So, so it's not about New Testament or Old Testament. I just don't do pork. <laughs> you probably like pork or something, bacon, yeah. whatever. The point I'm making is, the, the the pork that I don't like, yeah, and the chicken that, you that I like, that I love, yeah, all come from the same creator. Yep. So creativity is as versatile as it can be confusing. It cannot be divorced from our faith because it comes from He who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. faith. Creativity essentially, therefore, is the expression of one's faith in the secular space. And I use the word secular uh, cautiously because in many respects, there's no such thing as secular because when he created the world, he didn't create the world secular and and then create the world Christian. Christian. Mm. I know some religious people ain't gonna like that right now. (laughs) But you know, it's like saying secular music. What's that? It's music. Music is music. And God created music. God is the creative behind music. It's perversions nonetheless. Yeah. So in whatever vocation that we find ourselves, it's God, it's, it's God we're supposed to be expressing. Yeah. And if, we're, if we're believers, then this is not divorced from our faith. It should not be divorced, divorced from, our faith. from our faith. Because it's an expression of that faith in a particular dynamic of life. You know, God created everything. God created the birds that fly, you know, he created the fishes in the sea, you know, the, the animals that crawl, the ones yeah. that have four legs. All that diversification yeah. comes from the same creative energy of God. Yeah. And that was him just, he wasn't trying to be God. He was just creating because he is, he is a creator. God. He's yeah. a creator. Yeah. Now, if we have his image and I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing now as a media professional, yeah. I don't have to be doing that separate from my faith. Neither do I have to do my faith separate, separate from, from that. It. Yes. It's an extension of me. It's an expression of me as is relevant to the particular sphere of life that I find yeah, myself. So it's one and the same. I mean, I'm not going to go to telling everybody, you know what, I'm a believer. You know, yeah. I'm a Christian. My friend, when, <laughs> I, when, I, when, I, when I do your graphics, you'll see Jesus inside. You know what I mean? Because that's another extreme. Yeah, that's another extreme. Yeah, what we feel like, you know, you must rub it on, on everybody's and- face, you know, and, 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 and come across as being a nuisance. That's not what we mean. But your, your, the consciousness of the fact that every creative expression, every vocational expression, expression. is an, expression, an, an of- expression of who I am in God. God. Because it's an attribute of God, his creativity that I'm exploring. I think you've even touched a couple of things because even with that, like you said, how to solve that, um, the problem of trying to rub into people's faces that, oh, I'm a believer. So if you see my design, you see, I must put the cross. It must yeah. be big. Yeah. There must be a big Jesus Christ. In there red. On, in red. <laughs> red color. Lord, so I to show. <laughs> and, and I found out that ideas like excellence is one key thing that I notice a lot of creatives don't pay attention to, especially believers. Yeah. They feel, oh, like I had this one, this one, took me off i think we're about going on stage and i dance by the way yeah i think we're going, going on stage and next day what can we know we're supposed to go see a couple of days then we're rehearsing we're rehearsing and then we're like dude he, he said he does have the holy spirit saying we should keep 
pressing on, we should keep rehearsing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do we need to rehearse? We have gotten the steps. We all got the steps, but there was something we needed to do. He said, why right. are we doing more of that? We should just go on stage and the Holy Spirit will cover up the rest for us. Mm-hmm. We don't And I was like, Jabberwockies and the Kingers, which are professional dancers, these mm-hmm. guys, even if you're paying them for a show, they do all nights back to back, like eight hours non-stop rehearsal on something they know. Mm-hmm. I remember once even a, a move of a finger, they did over 250 times just to get it right, all mm-hmm. of them. And like, these are people who were not certain of their faith, yeah. but you could see the level of excellence they put into the work. Mm-hmm. So I feel the best way for people to know that we believe is basically by the quality of work we do, yeah. uh, our ethics. Mm-hmm. So for you, what are the primary ethics? What are a couple of ethics, your work ethics and your work process? What's yeah. one thing that it's a core, like the fundamental of it? Right. Before I answer that, let me just yeah. touch on, on excellence yes. and in our faith. Um, the tricky part is, one can be excellent and, and that excellence is not an expression of his or her faith. Mm, okay. In other words, not everything that is excellent is, is therefore an expression of, of a faith, faith in God. Okay. However, no one who has reposed faith in, in God, God has any excuse to be anything less than excellent. Okay. I think that creates a balance. Yeah. That? Yeah. So that understanding is very crucial, lest we start to attribute every excellent thing to, oh, this person is expressing faith in God. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. But for those of us who are sons of God, for those of us who have reposed our faith in God, there's no reason why we shouldn't be excellent. Excellent, And there's no reason why the excellence that we exhibit is not the trend-setting excellence. In other words, the excellence by which then secular excellence starts to be measured. Yep. Do you understand? Yeah, so somebody yeah. can be good in their stuff, but then if I'm a son of God, I have faith and and I do something, I should be so good that my goodness in my vocation is what now sets the benchmark for what goodness should be measured, measured by. by. Okay. That's that's crucial. Okay. And that's all that goes into my answer about my work. That's my work ethic, really. I always believe that my best is the least that God deserves. That's my personal mantra. My best is, is the, the very least. least that God deserves. I work for my conviction. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't work so much for the money. I, I'm such a bad case to a degree. And that's why I need to be surrounded by the kind of people that I'm surrounded with, the kind of spouse I have, the kind of team I have, because I, I, I can get so engrossed in working for the merit of the work yeah. that I do that sometimes at the expense of the financial implications, the overheads, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But I'd rather have it that way. I'd rather, I'd rather be learning managerial balance than trying to stifle my creativity for money. Mm. So my ethic is I respect my work. I love my work. I am accountable to my work. Okay. And therefore, I'm the largest critic of my work. I work to, to get to the point where I'm convinced that I've given the work no less than it deserves. And, and also importantly, not more than it deserves. It deserves. Um, so at the point I'm, I've, if I've taken a song, for instance, as a music producer, and I take a song on for say 50 grand, and somebody else comes and says, you know what, I can't deal. Um, I, I don't have the money. I, can, you ju- can you do this for me for free? Or I, I even determine, you know what, I'm just gonna do this for you. you. For free. There is no disparity in the, the quality, quality of the work. work. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So somebody else coming and say, you know what? Uh, I just feel like to mess you up. Let me just pay you one millions for mm. one song. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it might make me go nuts, like you know, psyche wise. Yeah. But it should not. It really should not hamper the quality, the quality of the work. work. If I'm sitting down to produce a song that is going to be linked to me, it's like I'm birthing a child. Yeah. So my work ethic is such that I give the work what the work deserves. deserves. I, I don't um, impose my my momentary feelings on my work. I don't impose my 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 current situation on your work. Because it's very easy. It's very it's easy, easy for to let these infl- things, things influence your work without realizing that it actually colored your creativity. Yeah. So there's the saturation of your creativity. creativity is off. Blur, like blurred you know, it up a little bit. It's blurred it a little bit. Yeah. The contrast is kind of off because it's been it's been affected Worked negatively by, by stuff that's around you. Yeah. So I respect the work for what the work is yes. in spite of me. Yeah. Because everyone's work should be bigger than them. Yeah. Everyone's work is their legacy. Something you know, that they want people to yes, remember. It's, it's them what by. your reference point is. Yes. You know, so if you're gonna do something, do it for what it is. Do it as excellently as you can. Do it on time and satisfy the client. You if know? you say 8 a.m., it should be 8 a.m. Because I think that's, that's another issue. Because yeah. there's this thing about um, brand developers and designers, especially in my sphere, mm-hmm. and they will tell you, um, "Don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll give you something in two days' time. We'll give yeah. you two days." Meanwhile, they know very well the two days is if there is. 24-7 light, there's 24-7 internet, the world doesn't come to an end, there's yeah. no hunger strike. <laughs> and then they find themselves struggling to do something and they end up cooking something half-baked yeah. out there. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you should try and understand. Like like you said, letting emotions, your surrounding. Yeah. I, I, I can confess, once, I remember a project once where I allowed what was going on at that point influence the project. Right. So when I, was doing the, when I was doing the project, a couple of weeks later, I looked at it like, wait, I, I can't associate myself with this. I didn't do this because so it's good that we separate emotions yeah. and feelings. As much as sometimes they help enhance it, yeah. but it's like a neutral tool. It could kill yeah. or build. Yeah. So I think separating that. And you also touched on one, a couple of things I want to ask on um, creative block. Because when people say, okay, I have a creative mm. block, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm in that point where I, so what, how, how do you get, draw inspiration or how do you, because I read an article funny enough this morning that there are mm-hmm. two types of creatives, people who draw inspiration from some things right. and people who does create from new, something new. Mm-hmm. So what class are you on? Uh, so for, for that's me, the, man, that's like two questions in one. For me, answering the latter question, I think I'm sort of, I'm a sort of hybrid okay. between the two. Again, my reference point is, is God and scripture. And it says that by faith, Hebrews 11, 3, by faith we understand that the worlds mm-hmm. were framed by the word of God so that things that now are came out of the things that were not. So that's the creative benchmark that has been set, set for us. us. Sorry. Do you understand? The yeah. creative benchmark that has been set for us is Genesis 1, 2. And the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the waters. And then verse 3, that was the uh, that was the accurate the accurate the conducive atmosphere for creativity, creativity to manifest from nothing. And that's the creative benchmark. Now, somebody else might say, "Yeah, we stimulus, blah 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 blah. All that stuff is great, but the the creativity that is on my inside that is a reflection of the image and likeness of God is that that is equipped or designed to draw stuff out of nothing." Okay. So again, that's the that's that's where the faith. And creativity thing overlaps because if I'm convinced that my creativity is an expression of my faith and my creative benchmark is that this dude in who I have believed, in whom I've reposed my faith, created stuff on a constant out of nothing, then I can do the same on a constant out of nothing, on a constant out of nothing, in spite of what I feel. Exactly. However, (laughs) (laughs) it is easier said 
than done. Than done. Because even though we're perfect in the spirit, we're still in our earthly sanctification process. Right. So inevitably, earth factors will act on our creativity. Hence, writer's block, singer's block, you know, mm-hmm. creative block, whatever. And that is where one might then fall back into the the option of allowing yourself to be stimulated by other created things. It's still creativity. Mm-hmm. You're looking at something else that exists, and that thing that exists, and you're appreciating, and you're appreciating the creativity behind it, right. can trigger an expression of that creativity yeah. in yeah. you. At a point where you are probably not in immediate touch with what's going on. Uh-huh. I take my creative relationships very seriously. For instance, it's important to me who is around me when I'm creating in whatever sphere of, of creativity. Because these things, they, they tend to matter. The look on someone's face yeah. tends to matter. The atmosphere tends to, to matter. matter. The smell of the room, my brother, <laughs> is <laughs> very... <laughs> it could upset you. Absolutely. Like, yeah. It could just block everything off. <laughs> you know, I understand. You're not yeah. flowing. And sometimes that smell can come from you. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all right. So I'm, I'm very conscious of yeah. my creative, creative. environment. Mm-hmm while i am not completely dependent on it for creativity yeah it, it also invariably acts on the expression of that it might not be the source okay but it will definitely enhance you know it's like artists that use a muse oh, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. it's like so what, what's your muse i think okay. i've heard a spoken word piece on that before what's your muse who inspires you who who, who who's around you and you just see them and you're like boom and you get to work and it's, it's people like that just around you there's places you go there's scenery that you see you know in, in the visual world there's stuff that you hear there's soundscapes that you hear that just trigger. triggers all those things know. so everybody's unique everyone has a unique trigger so for me i'm a hybrid of both, of both work in and out yeah creativity from nothing and creativity from the inspiration of what's around yeah. and who's around to, to get right. that jump started so to, to wrap up okay what's the because another thing i notice creatives lack is the ability to know when to say no and when to rest Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. thing. When to rest? Mm-hmm. So because I I've been in that mood where I could run like not. I need to be reminded, dude. You know you have not had lunch, right? Or you have mm-hmm. not eaten like you have not showered. Mm-hmm. It's a work. You could continue. Once you just get into the mood, you don't want to leave it. Yeah. Okay. So how do you like tame yourself? Like okay, calm down. I need to. Okay, so I'm gonna be real. Yeah. I'm gonna be real honest. I don't know how to tame myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you need you still need help with that. I need help with that. And that's why I was gonna say that for me, um, besides having people that are inspiring and all that, it's important for every creative where possible to have a very, very robust support system. And support systems are literally there to augment your weaknesses, you know, check your excesses and cover for your vulnerabilities. So if I don't have the shall I say, um, willpower, for lack of a better word. Because you know how it is, you're working on something. And sometimes your body's actually even giving out and your body's telling you, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you I know that. But then you're hearing what you're hearing or you're seeing what, what you're, you're seeing, seeing and you want to get it done. And you want to get it done because you know that if that moment goes past on you, you'll be hard-pressed to find that same so flow again. again. And sometimes even the creative people around you, the people that you look up to and and, and they, they inspire you. The same people will say, come now, uh, uh, you save, honey, baby, daddy, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> uh, yeah. son, time up, time up. And at that point, because they're not in your headspace, you don't understand the processes you're going through to birth, to fully birth what this thing, or at least get it to a point where you can leave it. Because sometimes yeah. you, you, you know that it's enough. 
but you just don't feel like you're at the point where you can leave it secured enough to, so to continue. inspire you to continue yeah. next time. And and you don't have the words to even explain that. To I don't people. think anybody ever has it. Yeah, they're not even interested in understanding because <laughs> they don't know what you're doing until exactly. the day is finished. Ah, it's very nice. I understand. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So so I've 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 invested a lot over the years in my support structure. Okay. People that can get me to do stuff. People that can literally that are empowered to a degree to check in the excesses and say, hey, it's time really, really, it's time for you to go. Okay, eat this thing now, you know, get that done. Now, don't come up around here. I don't want to see computer on. We ought to have that level of support systems. And the support systems themselves are sensitized to know that our, our work in your life is such that doesn't hamper your creativity. It does. Because that's another extreme. So I'm just going, you know what? I don't care what you are doing right now. It's time to go and bath. Off this computer and they pull it in from the power. Coop, you are rich. <laughs> so you know what I mean? That's yeah. the that's the that's the shall I say balance. Yeah, balance. So you need you know, the support system. So, yeah, so I, I I just outsource that man to to my support system. I don't know how to if I say that to you and you I'm lying. I don't know how to say, you know what, yeah, I've had enough. My body's literally caving out on me. I'm like, okay, you know what? I got it, but I've learned as well over the years. Yes. Like, I come from experience. I've learned to yeah. listen to my body. Yeah. So after a while, you realize that nobody can advise you like your own body. Your body can. Is and one day you wake up and your body tells you, you know what? I'm, I'm not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> here today. Do what you want to do. Do what you want. I'm not going anywhere. So at those times, I've learned to say, okay, yes, sir, yeah. to my body. I don't break down easily, but I break down hard. Oh, whenever you do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't break down easy. It takes a lot for me to break down. But I break down hard. So I, I, I try my best as I'm getting okay. older. Because when man's getting older, <laughs> we're, we're young boys. You tend no to more. forget that sometimes. Yeah, we're yeah. young boys no more. So that's it. So support system mm. and listen to my body. And to keep it back. So every creative, get a support system. Get something that keeps you in check. Or you die. Or you die. Yeah, in the <laughs> and walk. In the middle of the in walk. The work. And it, it doesn't make any sense. And, and you end so, up... Yeah, you're a beautiful creative. We remember your work. Remember, yeah. Yeah. Then you, you tell that lie of, oh yeah, Peter lives on. It's a lie, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead and gone. <laughs> you're dead and gone. Yo, yeah, so that's it for me. All right, so lastly, what's the one thing about you no one knows? What's about the one thing, thing about me? One thing you like to do. That no one knows. Yeah. But if I say it now, someone's going to know. Yes, that's the idea. Oh man. <laughs> Let me think about what I want somebody to know. <laughs> What's the one thing about me? Aside the fact that I know you love chicken, like you love chicken. You don't joke with your chicken. Yeah, I don't joke with my chicken. Alright, I love tennis. Oh. Yeah. Okay, now that's a shock of <laughs> yeah. uh, I love tennis. I've I've loved ping pong from when I was growing up. That explains know? why I bring a ping pong ball. Yeah, yeah. I love I have always loved ping pong growing up. And and then and then I got into to squash. Oh, you know, I never tried squash. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of interesting, especially when the wind is blowing. It blows, <laughs> it blows the shuttle. It blows, yeah. blows the shuttle away. <laughs> I, I like squash because it, it teaches you focus. Oh. You're not just playing for the skill, but you have to take into consideration aerodynamics, taking the, the, the wind rush yeah. and all of that. It's not just where you hit the, the, the shuttle that's yeah. going to go. And then I kind of got into lawn tennis. I love lawn tennis. Oh. I love running around and slamming stuff. <laughs> You know, um, so yeah, so yeah, you know that now. I love long <laughs> You know, yeah. All right. So you know, the other things you still don't know. Yeah, there's more to do. Okay, so um, you could you could check him out on Instagram and Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is what's my Instagram again? Jeez, old age. Alexander Victor dot official. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Alexander dot official. official. Um, and it's Alexander Victor one word with a I instead of the 
with a one instead of the I for Victor. Okay. So instead of Victor on Twitter. Um, I'm not on Facebook at the moment. Sorry, man. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Okay, and then Ultrasound, same thing. Ultrasound 360 on Instagram, awesome. Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah. Ultrasound. They have this amazing setup. You know, yeah. You see, it's yeah. fresh. <laughs> anyway, so thank you so much for having this conversation. Okay, thanks right? for having me, man. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Thank you.